Hey, hey, hey. Oh my gosh, you're a musical legend today. Thank you. You took my job. Yeah. I'm going to lose my job. That's very sad. TikTok audio? No. (laughs) You know what TikTok audio I have in my head literally all the time? Which one? Waking up in the morning, thinking about so many things. things. I just wish that things would get better. So that's me Um, at the moment. Anyway, welcome to the Cabin Fever podcast. Wait, I need to tell you my TikTok audio that's always in my head. Go for and it. I'm enjoying saying it to Riley anytime she minorly inconveniences me or does anything like slightly negative. Uh-huh. I just go, sorry, I don't treat you like a goddess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just uh, a question. Um, Cause this mm-hmm. is something that I'm always like, is it ADHD or is it just the little voice in my head being so weird? Um, uh-huh. Do you get just like, phrases stuck in your head like words and phrases um yeah and i asked riley one time and she said no that's not what normal people okay do. yeah i always get words and phrases stuck in my head but like more often than not it's just like someone's name okay like, there are certain names name. especially if there's a name that has like a silent letter or a weird spelling that i will mm. just have that name revolving in my head for days yeah like I there mean, was a you girl know how... in my high school in one of the other years whose name was seisha like Sasha Ronan. Uh-huh. Um, and I would just have her full name first and last just going around in my head <laughs> and be like, that spelling's crazy. That's why last week I literally had to bring up my, you can't build an empire part time because I was like, this, it's all that was in my head. Yeah. And I it won't it was leave bad. until you've like documented it somewhere. Yeah. I had to get it out there into the world. Question for you, the audience. Um, mm-hmm. Does the voice in your head ever stop? Is there ever nothing oh, actually, in your head? I want to know. Did you see that um, people sometimes think in like sentences? Yeah. Oh, my! I know. Mine's just like a jumble. Uh, mine changes. Sometimes it's full to sentences. Sometimes I, I will like write an entire script in my head. No, 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 no. I don't think I understand because we have the same brain. So I'm so sure yours is the same as mine. Like Riley could at any given point in time just be like, I am doing this thing. Like, it's all straightforward. Oh, oh, if I try and think a full sentence, it makes me feel like I'm going to have a panic attack because it's so yeah. slow. Because everything's, everything's just jumbled on your head. Like, there's just, like, concepts. It's just, like, there. Oh, yeah. Like, if I think about, like, how do my thoughts happen before I speak them, yeah, I just get, like, yeah, yeah. a flash of an image of a shark and then a flash of an image of a ship <laughs> and then it'll come out of my mouth. Like, you know what I mean? Like, whereas if yeah. I try and sit down and, like, think the full sentence, I'm, like... 50 miles away by the yeah. end of that sentence no there are people who think like full linear ew things but yeah my question for you guys is like do you ever have like a quiet head or like because i i only found this out the other day that there are some people who sometimes they'll sit there and like there's nothing happening whereas like in my head <laughs> if i'm not like if i don't have like active thoughts like there's a there's some sounds like there's yeah. something happening. There's never nothing happening. Even when I'm like meditating in order to like clear my mind to meditate, I have to just like really concentrate on like imagining like the color blue or like looking that's, at a cloud. That's what I or, do. Like, I pretend that I'm in space. Yes, so I imagine I... I'm in the sky and I just imagine <laughs> all the clouds parting and it's a clear sky. And then I focus on the clear sky and my brain's just going, sky, it's the sky, it's the sky. Yeah, and I'm, that's like, how I I'm in like proper outer space. And so I'm like floating through and I'm like, empty space, empty space. There's an asteroid. No, Fiona, no asteroid because <laughs> yes. we are in an empty like sphere. And I just, and then I spend the whole time thinking about space and then like, my timer for my five minute or 15 minute meditation goes off and I'm like, 
oh, and I've just like fully daydreamed about being in space and then it's every thought takes over. I know that I'm I capable of mindfulness. Like I, I can meditate. <laughs> I can do it. But yeah. it I I definitely am like focusing really hard on the I'm nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's our first five minutes of this just talking about ADHD. That's not what this episode's about. No. We are going to be telling you guys our restructuring of the year. We're going to be manipulating it, moving it around. But before we do that, Maddie, mm-hmm. what's your win and wine? Um, here's the thing, guys. I did tell Fiona I have no idea what my win and wine are. So I'm going to free tried... ball it. Oh, um, fully free ball. Fun. That's the word. Yeah, free ball and like John Mayer. So... <laughs> My win is uh-huh. honestly mozzarella sticks. Wow, well, yeah, that yeah, is, that's pretty free ball. And specifically, <laughs> these mozzarella sticks I had in 2011. So, I was in New York on Long Island, and there are these mm-hmm. mozzarella sticks. And this was like the first time in my life when I really got into the world of mozzarella sticks, because they're honestly like not that much of a common thing in Australia. Like you can get them here. But, like, yeah. they it's just weren't regular. really a thing. Um, and I was like, well, maybe I should try these mozzarella sticks. They sure sound like something that would be perfect for me. Because I love cheese and I love fried things. Mm-hmm. These mozzarella sticks, first of all, perfect. They were absolutely perfect. <laughs> they came from, like, an Italian deli place. Uh-huh. And they came with a little pot of, like, marinara tomato mm. sauce to dip it in. Like the, the upgrade, the upgrade from ketchup to marinara sauce, unmatched. Oh, like I would never, I would change, never but... in my life would I dip a mozzarella stick in ketchup. Oh, I'm sorry for just spitting on your face right there. Maybe. I would rather be buried alive than dip a mozzarella stick in ketchup. <laughs> the flavors of the mozzarella stick itself are enough, so uh. the sauce needs to amplify it and add to the experience, or it's unnecessary. You know, like a sausage roll needs a sauce. <laughs> All right, Jamie Oliver. <laughs> That's right. So, um, and there was also like some some little parmesan, or as um, Americans would say, parmesan. Okay. Or as the Italians would say, parmigiano. Okay, I feel like we should just move on. So there was some parmigiano and some marinara sauce. My favorite thing in the world is when people pronounce mozzarella. How do they say it? As mozzarella. Because, <laughs> like, that that's not even how they say it in Italy. By the Italians, way, have we? Italians don't send you on some mozzarella. <laughs> and it's always people who, like, have an Italian grandma and they think they're really Italian and they're going to be like, should, should we add some, some mozzarella? <laughs> God, I don't know if this is worse or better than when you were so low energy that you're like, I can't do the podcast, and now I've got this. I don't know what to, I don't know what to think. My <sighs> win is just the existence of mozzarella sticks. I had some yesterday, but now I'm out, so I'm pretty sad about it. But I'm glad oh, they exist. One in one. No, I'm thankful. That's very I'm exciting. thankful. You know, I'm feeling blessed. Too too blessed to be stressed. <laughs> My win though is, you know, it's a combo again. It's a win and a wine because I found out that the reject shop in Australia, which is just like a dollar store style place like a discount shop or whatever mm-hmm. um sells tesco products which that's is where they were yeah that's where they were wow yeah because apparently they're trying to like step into the supermarket space As and they they're should. doing it with tesco Reject and shop i is fab that's where i got all our weird cheap christmas decorations for our old apartment yeah 
It's it's a good place. And they and have they always so many, like, random we, things. You'd be like, this they have, is like, like random food. Yeah. They have, like, random food because Riley, we went there and Riley wanted Cheetos. And I was like, honestly, let's just look in the chip section because they might have it. Like, they always just have weird stuff mm-hmm. um, from other countries. Like, they used to have Pop-Tarts that were, like, $2. And so, like, normal American prices for actual Pop-Tarts. Did they have Cheetos? Tell me right now. They didn't. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, but then I saw, like, they had a whole bunch of Tesco stuff. And I swear to God, I had, like, a fucking meltdown because, like... If you, if you guys are long-time followers of Maddie and I, like, we used to live in London. I also, like, we both had a long, I don't what, like, relationship with London. Like, we both I mean, lived we there on and off for like, years. Yeah, we were both, like, on and off there, like, half yeah. the year before we moved over for a very yeah. long time. Yeah, and I, and I lived I lived there when I was... At um, uni. Yeah, at uni, and, like, so, yeah. It just, like, and that's, like, the one place... I have like ever felt home which like not even in a dramatic way I just moved around a lot growing up my whole life I was like I just really feel like London's the vibe and then I got there and I was like London really is the vibe and I just felt so homesick like I was like I am so mad I'm not in London I'm just like walking around this reject shop like this fucking discount store being like London has COVID London has COVID London has COVID that's what I do all day long (laughs) make myself feel better Because, like, when I moved back to Australia from London, I got depression for a very long time because it was a terrible mistake that I did that thing. Um, Maddie's finally realizing she has depression, by the way, guys. We had a big talk. (laughs) Honestly, that should be your win. Guys. I knew I I had depression. I just didn't realize that me being tired all the time was still that. I thought that I had depression and then I got over it. But I can't wait for the win is that I've convinced you to go to a GP for it. That's when I when that happens, that's going to be my win. We'll find out when that happens. Anyway, um, yeah, my entire life has just been like, I want to be in London, and then thinking like, absolutely no, I don't right now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. so this is the first like time because of COVID that I've been okay with being in Australia because I don't have any FOMO. Yeah, that's <laughs> I have true. None. Um, what was your win? Tesco. Oh, just the win was Tesco existing there, and I mean, also it was a wine because I was just so upset, but like. Yeah, I bought um, some, because they've got like a relatively limited range, but way more Tesco products than I expected. So they had this like red berry fruit or whatever the fuck tea that I used to get, and I love it. So I got that. I also got some uh, mint dark chocolate, which is vegan and delicious. And then I bought like bourbon creams. Like, why did I buy those? When have I, like, when do I ever eat bourbon creams? The only time I ever remember eating them is when I found out that they were vegan when I first went vegan in like 2012. And I was living over there and I was like, wow, fun treat. I'm not going to, am I going to eat those? I don't know. For Sometimes Riley's you sake, just have to... gotta ride the wave, you know. Yeah, and then I also bought some blackcurrant squash, um, which over in Australia Ugh. we call it cordial. But like, Ugh. the only time I've ever had squash is when the water has been too hard to drink, and I'm like, why am I missing like limestone filled kettles? Lime scale, yeah. Lime scale, limestone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so fucked that the water in in England they it's just so accept bad. that there are scales in your kettle. I'm like, that's not normal. Uh, yeah, we don't it's have like that in Australia. There's no, no we lime just have scale fresh here. Water. Yeah, um, yeah. I hate blackcurrant. Yeah, so... Blackcurrant is the most disgusting flavor in the entire really? world. I'd I... rather rip my tongue out than drink Ribena. Blackcurrant. I'm pretty. If fond. there's a candy and it's blackcurrant, I'll spit it out. I hate blackcurrant. It's revolting. And you they would always make like today. apple and blackcurrant <laughs> juice. I'm like, just make it mm-hmm. apple. Me at like age eight, being like, fuck that, absolutely not. Blackcurrant <laughs> no, can go itself. A... My mom gets upset because she thinks I swear like a sailor on this podcast, and she thinks you're fine, which I think is just like confirmation bias for her being like, my daughter swears like a sailor and Fiona's fine um so maybe I'll try not to swear in this episode I don't say naughty words (laughs) um 
yeah, anyway, what's your wine, Maddie? I feel like you've got, I feel like you've expressed a hundred of them already. Yeah, my wine <laughs> for this away. week, the one I feel deep in my soul, is that uh-huh. I can't, like, I can't live in Italy right now. Um, yeah. And I know that, like, almost every second wine I have is some variation on that theme. Of, like, I'm not in Italy. I can't live in, in Italy. Berlin. I'm not in Berlin. Wow, wow, mm-hmm. London. Um, but this girl that I follow on Instagram has just moved to Rome and like Rome, oh, yeah. like I spend so much time in Italy. And after my last breakup, I spent like a month in Rome, just like hanging out. Yeah. Um, Let's have to deal with your and feelings And now I instead. can't, now Ugh. I can't go anywhere. And she's <laughs> moved to Rome. She's posting all these photos of Rome. And the real kicker is that Ooh. there's this one random, I've already told you this. Um, yeah. There's this one random little like <laughs> tiny, tiny cafe near the river in Rome called Biblio Bar. And it's like- Also known as Maddie's Cafe. Yes. Yes, it is. It's right near (laughs) Castel Sant'Angelo, mozzarella. Um, And it's like this weird, like it's this tiny little thing. And like, it's not like a famous place. It's just like completely random. I only know about it because I just like stumbled across it once in 2014. And now I always go back and it's like my favorite place, but it's like, I've never seen anyone else go there and it's like not busy ever it's just there for maddie when she goes to rome they open up yeah um and this girl who's moved to rome and is posting all the rome photos for some fucking reason has started going to freaking bibliobar and like i know it's bibliobar because she posted a coffee and the corner of a bench and then the view of the river and i was like nah no, no, surely not. And so then I was watching really surely closely for when days I'm not there. to see if she would post like anything else. And I confirmed she's a bibliobar every single morning and like, love that for her. Love that. Love that for anyone, honestly. But just the fact that I'm now seeing these photos of Rome and it was raining all weekend. Ugh. I know. So she was posting videos of Rome in the rain. I'm like, are you kidding me? I literally had a tumbler of just like Italy in the rain, like a yeah. whole tumbler, And like, ugh. So that's my wine is that I can't, I'm happy she's there because I like to actually see the photos. Yeah. But my wine is that I can't just like go and stay in Italy for like a month or six weeks at the moment. That's fair. that's what I need. I'm really vibing. I um, recently made a new vision board by cutting up travel agency books. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like was feeling Italy more like I, I've never disliked Italy. I honestly really love Italy, but it made such well, a prominent thing. shit about Rome once in a video we made together in 2014. I did, and then I went again, and I actually liked it, Manny. I think you're aware of that. We were living place, together at the time. City, it is. Time. I like it. I'm not arguing with it's you. Deep in history, la cita eterna. <sighs> um, but yeah, I made a vision board. It was just like surprisingly a lot of Italy, like compared to how much I think I would normally post. Anyway, my wine. This is this is really great in my grills, as they say. Sure. Um, so. Why? Okay. Uh, hmm, how do I even explain this? Graveyards. Yeah. A cemetery, a, yes. a gravestone, a yeah. burial spot. Are you talking about the graveyard or the gravestone? Those are two different things. Gravestone. But I was in a graveyard and thinking about this. Okay. Um, I was like, it is so weird to me. So when I'm looking at gravestones, I'm like, oh, holy shit. Like that person died in like 1813. That's wild. It's so old. But Really, it should be more impressive if you have a gravestone now. Because, like, you get so excited because it's, like, an old thing. But it's, like, back then it was so easy to get buried anywhere. Like, there was so much land free for it. Everyone was able to get 
buried. I mean, you know, everyone fucking white and colonizer was able to get buried. And uh-huh. so, like, it's so weird to me that that is, like, impressive when it would have just been, like, an average fucking person. I didn't say this in the graveyard, obviously. I'm not trying to get cursed. But it would have been, like, an average person just, like, chilling. And then they got buried there. And then they get to be the impressive one. But if someone's said, like, you know, died in 2019, I'm like, wow, you must have a shit ton of money and a shit ton of, like, you know, influence to be able to actually get buried in this day and age because there are so few spots and they cost so much okay, now. You're wrong on a lot of fronts. Oh, so which ones? <laughs> first of all, do you think the average Joe Pauper in the olden days I was mean, able not to average, pay for their own like grave and headstone? Not average Joe Pauper, but I think that like it. I haven't looked this up. I, I shan't just lie, but I do think it was more affordable back then than it is today, accounting for inflation and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard of burial pits? Or mass graves. Mm. Yes, you have. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's that got to do with it? Look, do you really think... Because think of the <laughs> disparity between the upper and lower classes. Like, uh-huh. we, like wealth, wealth disparity is still an issue today. Absolutely. Yeah. But think about uh-huh. the kind of rights that the paupers had back in the day. Mm, wasn't much. No. Wasn't much, was no. it? No. And do you think that they really would have been able to, like, secure... Like, an engraved headstone. But I think that, like, you had to have... I think that, with zero research, mm-hmm. you could be middle to upper class and get a gravestone back in the day. Back in you the You can still like, do that 1800s. now. It's a I don't very normal... Okay, you're so wrong. Oh, it is that could so... be. <laughs> Today, people get buried in cemeteries, Fiona. What do, do you they? think? Yes. What the fuck do you think is happening to everyone that's not cremated? I think they just... Oh, I'm not sure. Where do you sure. think they're putting the bodies? Of course. Have you ever been to a funeral? Yeah. Where did you think they put that? I, they, um, I'm not too sure. Where do you think I that be, went? I don't think I went to the, the burial bit. No, you don't have to. Did you see a coffin? Yeah. Where do you yeah, think they were going to put that? Before. Think they were taking that rush. home? Uh, I hadn't... But I know I think they got buried. But the, okay, the few yes. Where do you think they I got saw, buried? Do you think they the got buried th- in the park? Do you think they just like tipped them off a cliff? Where did you think that went? I okay. Two things. One, maybe people just go in a coffin for like the ceremony, and then they burn them after, like a coffin to rent, if you will. Secondly, the one that I'm thinking of, the one time I have like can definitely remember seeing people in coffins. They were quite well off, and there was like four of them that died in a car crash. And it was like a whole thing like that affected okay. off camera. Have you ever watched a TV show? So I reckon they show? would have got one. You ever watched TV? TV lies, Maddie. When I don't someone trust... gets buried and they put them in in the ground, or you said you were in a in a cemetery when you were having this thought. Yeah, but all of them were old. There were there weren't any new boys. Okay, where what sort of cemetery was this? Was this a churchyard, like a small churchyard cemetery, or was it one of the giant giant cemeteries that they have that are like parks? Oh my god. It costs you, I'm looking it up now. I'm sorry. It costs roughly 13,600 per person to get buried in Sydney. Yes, that's why funeral costs are such a big issue when someone that's not dies. That's even a funeral though. It's, no, it's, the, be- this it's is a burial plot cost. I know. I'm saying it's not cheap, but like nothing's cheap. And that's why there's a whole industry around things like life insurance, which can then be used to pay for things like burial and funeral costs. And there's Mm. also a lot of admin that goes into someone dying. Like, 
Also, I'm pretty sure they rotate out graves. Like, I am pretty sure there is something where, like, you ha- you have that grave space for a certain amount of years. Mm-hmm. And then if you're not, if your ancestors or whoever that fuck is not paying for it, descendants, then you get yeah. rotated out. I don't know what they do with those bodies. I've never really cared to look into it. But all I'm saying to you, <laughs> people very much are still getting buried. It's mm. very much still a thing. Anyway, well, regardless, it is still weird that we find it more impressive when it's been old people than now. Because I think it should be more impressive back then. I can't find the cost you of You just contradicted yourself. I don't, I'm honestly quite distracted. I'm reading a lot of articles of township ceremonies. And I also just fundamentally disagree with that. Because an old grave has I like, like I historical like old intrigue. Whereas a yeah, new I grave agree. is like, wow, someone got hit by a car last year. Let's think about that. Yeah. You know? <sighs> okay. Like, it doesn't well, quite have the whimsy of, like, I wonder what this person's life was like in pioneer days. Whereas yeah, this is just like, fair. oh, Jennifer... I was going to say Jennifer Saunders, Ghana? but I'm never... I'm taking oh. that back from the universe. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to look at a new grave. That's confronting and I hate it. Whereas That's an fair. old one is like, I have electricity and not okay. tuberculosis and you can feel okay. Well, I'm changing my wine to juggling then, because juggling is just a bit fucking weird. I just remember that it exists, and I'm like, what is that about? You know, like not in a weird way, but like, what is genuinely what is that about? Who's Did you like... do circus skills at school? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that one was just your rich private school. <laughs> I'm pretty sure other people did circus skills. It wasn't like a class. It was just like. In year seven, in year seven, we had like a unit Lunchtime. on Monday afternoons where like we would do different rotating activities, and one oh, okay. of the rotating activities things. was circus skills. How fun! Yeah. Anyway, that's our win and why. Yeah, that's our win and why for this week. Now, this is an episode that Fiona has been like really advocating for us to record for a, a full year, pretty much. Yeah, it was it was in our original before we recorded our first episode. I mean, not the first episode. The pilot was done in London and may never see the light of day. But our first aired episode, yeah. I was like, this is great. And then we never did it. But now I feel like because it's been nearly a full year, we're coming back around to a relevant time for it. Yeah, so our, our thoughts are that mm-hmm. for the last year, time makes no sense. It is March Zero right sense. now, but it's also April of last year in my head still. Mm-hmm. Like, time doesn't make sense. There have been no, like, pillars to really mark the passage of time. Eurovision is our main thing. That didn't happen last year. So neither of us have been able to accept that May 2020 is over. Mm -hmm. And so we figured, since time already makes no sense, why not take this opportunity to rearrange the year, move some holidays around, put more importance on things that we think should be we know should be observed take out dumb shit um Uh and present to you just a better structure for the year however um we will not be in any way touching any other cultures religious events (laughs) or like cultural events like if you're if you're anything but like the same kind of white as us we're not touching your holidays don't worry you keep that we are not you, you keep that. That's fine. Yeah. We really have tried to think about this. And there are some conundrums that like, for me. especially the placement of Christmas is one we're still struggling with. But yeah. we'll get to that. We should just dive right in, I yeah. believe. 
Before we talk about any, we will just begin in, on January and go through the year and tell you the important dates that will be happening each month. But we will let you know that the Olympics will be staying on their current schedule. Nice even numbers. You'll love to see it. Mm-hmm. But we have to make an equal deal out of both the Summer and the Winter Olympic Games. Yeah, because no one gives a shit about the Winter Olympics. But if you think about so it, cool. Winter Olympics has like figure skating. It's got... yeah luge they've has... literally got like the skiing and the snowboarding where they're like jumping like 30 hundred meters in the air yeah, and like dope. doing flips it's and so I cool. am such a slut for the olympics like i am obsessed with the olympics i get so into it i would have like the the app and i will map out it's all the events time. i want to watch yeah. and the winter olympics does not get the jazz and the pizzazz of the summer yeah. games um and so that's the one major difference we will be making olympics yes. stay on their current schedule but everyone gets just as into the Winter Olympics as the Summer summer Olympics. Yeah. All right, so in January, I mean, what's the first holiday, Maddie? What's what's happening in Jan? The the first (laughs) event is my birthday, January 2nd. So both of our birthdays will be a public holiday in themselves Mm -hmm. um, with a three-day lead-up. So like a mini advent slash madvent, if you're a viewer of my YouTube channel from the good old days. and so that's that's our first holiday is my birthday yeah. and the lead up. Now you may be like, if your birthday is January second, doesn't that lead up include New Year's? Not anymore. Not anymore. But I'm realizing now I don't like that because I love my birthday being at the very start of the year. But I guess this isn't all about me, despite how we're starting this. Yeah, off, sorry so. about that. We did also consider having um, in the second week of January just a dump day uh, to commemorate Mandy's recent experiences. Not just my but- recent one. All of my breakups happen in mid-January, and so we were like, yeah. wouldn't it be really neat if we just were like, there's a time every year where like if you're thinking of ending a relationship, just get it done. Just get it but done in like, this week. That's or on so this much day. anxiety leading yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> everyone just feeling like shit leading up to that day because they'd be like, "Am I gonna get dumped?" Or and not? more importantly, they'd be feeling shit on the public holiday that is your birthday. So we don't want exactly that. positive so, vibes only. Yeah. So January is like quite a sparse month. It's just my birthday, but that kind of mm-hmm. does suit me because it means you that everyone's gonna attention. get really into it. However, yeah. our first like big holiday for our February. new year. Um, is the Lunar New Year. And Fuck sometimes yes. that is in January. True. So, yeah, it can bump around. But yeah. the Lunar New Year, we are keeping and obviously keeping in place because it's, it's when the Lunar New Year is. Mm-hmm. And it is just going to be such a bigger deal. Because when I was in Vietnam, it's such a big deal over there. And it's just the coolest vibe. It's just so much fun. And so we are bringing that and having that level of importance everywhere in the world, please. And you get a full week off for the Lunar New Year. So it's like three days before the Lunar New Year and three days after. So it might be like the week before Lunar New Year and you have to like work two days. And you're like, oh my God, crazy. I've got like the next three days off. It's great. I cannot wait. Yeah, because if you think about it, Lunar New Year, it just makes so much sense. New Year where it is now is just like at the end of Whatever. a month. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? What significance does that have? Nobody cares. So now... The big one, Lunar New Year. That is your fresh start. It makes sense. It changes every year, but that keeps things funky. And it I gives like you it. a sense of purpose because you're like, the moon is new. Yeah, and so am As I. As am I. Yeah. <laughs> so January and February, we've got my birthday plus the lead up to that and Lunar New Year, which is going to be huge. So, so good. In terms of celebrating the Lunar New Year, 
we would obviously be guided by the cultures where it's already a big deal because I yes, think absolutely. they've got it like they've got it down when I was in Vietnam I'm like this is just such a fucking vibe like it was just the whole city like first of all the whole city was like decked out for the Lunar New Year and it was also such a big time for people to like go home and see their families and people would take like one to three weeks off just to like actually have a break and get things together again and I yeah. feel that was, that was really good it was just such an like in like Australia we just have like Christmas off and it's like maybe the few days before and after but like there it's like you actually have a break you reset and you celebrate and I love it and that would be the vibe like it's it truly is out with the old in with the lunar new and then oh, so that. yeah you do all your little planning like there would be like traditional things that you would do to get ready in the run-up yeah and then you'd have like the big party and, and then the there'd be traditional off. things in the wind down. And I would imagine that it would be, like, led by the tradition of the cultures that already really kill it. But, like, yeah. each different culture, each different, like, country or whatever. Every different house would have their own traditions. Yeah, it'd be great. It's like how people have, like, different traditions for, like, actual New Year. Yeah. It'd be dope. Love it. So that's a, that's a big one. Now. All right. Marchy March. So... St. Patrick's Day is in March. That's the elephant in the room. Um, yeah. This is one of the only real events that we kept. That we're not touching. We're leaving it. Yeah. We're leaving it. St. Patrick's Day is where it already is. It's it what makes it sense. already it is. Fits. Because the reason that we're making all these changes is because right now they don't make sense. Mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day makes sense, so we will leave it where it is. Yeah, we need to zhuzh up the year a little bit. Like things are yeah. just feeling stale. Whereas St. Patrick's Day, the Irish, the Irish kill it. And they deserve to have St. Patrick's Day. They've had to deal with the British all these years. They get and it's it. just like a good, wholesome day. I'd like to take out the element of like um, people like getting overly drunk and getting into fights and whatnot. But I feel like that's mainly American people on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, and they're just going to fuck it all up anyway. Yeah, and St. Patrick's Day it just is a vibe. It yeah. is a quite a unique vibe. And I feel like it really, yeah, we're leaving that where it is. St. Patrick's Day, yeah. you're going to stay. Um, now, March as a month, yeah. we've written is Scheme Retreat Month. So this is the time that you want to be absolutely scheming your entire life away. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of, we've also set the day, the 25th of March is going to be a day of reflection. So that's when you really have like your New Year's resolution sort of vibe, like what you're going to be doing in the next year, setting goals. But all of March, it just has such strong like scheming getting your life together planning for the future and success and just positive energy yeah so lunar get new is like fresh start and like you know we all have the best intentions at the start of the new year but yeah. then it takes you a little while to really settle into the vibe and that's why we've got march as the scheme month now you, you might be kick. thinking march 25th that that date rings a bell in my little noggin um why is that the day of reflection well <laughs> Either you already know or you're not a real directioner because March 25th was the day that Zane announced his departure. And it was a day of deep reflection for all of us us. around the world. And we thought, let's commemorate that. Let's commemorate the day that Zane announced his departure from One Direction. It's not a happy occasion, but But it's a time time for reflection. Yeah, It really is. on Zane's departure date, you sit back and you think, what is no longer serving me? What yeah. changes do I need to make? The excitement of the new year has has died down a little bit, and now it's time for some real introspection. Yeah. 
And 25th is the day where it's like, make your choice. Are you in or out? Love it. And maybe some of us will make better choices than the end. It's fine. <laughs> so that's March. And then after March, uh, let's go to April. What's happening? What's happening, Maddie? Apparently, Christmas. Christmas! So this is one we really struggled to place. We had so much. It was very difficult. And now that we've gone through the first couple months, this does not yeah. feel right no, to me at all. This is not the right place for it. <laughs> I think what we were trying to do is we just didn't be like... have anything in April. We didn't have anything in April. <laughs> yeah. We didn't know what to do, and we just chucked her in there. But I'm going to say honestly... Uh-huh. Put, it, put it in it should be in october like it just no, shouldn't be in april october. you know why we put it in april no it could be october i get do it do you know Sorry. why we put it in april jesus birthday mm, that's why we had it in march originally but then oh, it was God. too close to saint patrick's day and the day of reflection because i think we all agree <laughs> jesus is probably a pisces um but but then i was like maybe he's an aries we put it in april so yeah. that it could be like have a chance for it being a bit bit cold in both hemispheres that was it yeah because yeah. australian christmas makes me physically sick the idea of it being summer at christmas although Too the toasty. majority of my christmases i think probably it statistically have been, this yeah. one have been in summer <laughs> um i hate it i hate Still summer christmas it's too not toast. okay um so that's why we had it in april but the same yeah. could apply in october no, because you'll see when we get to October, it's not going to fit there. It's not going to fit there at all. Guys, when no. do you think Christmas should be? It's not going to be in December. I'll break that to you now. Because <laughs> Christmas is going to be its own thing. But I, mean, I feel like Christmas needs to be at a point where we're feeling like we need a pick-me-up. Like, yeah. I mean, let's go through this all and then we'll see if we can have a better answer for Christmas at the end. Yeah. And so, also, if you guys can tell us um, on Instagram, we'll put like a little question box up. At, at Hey Cabin Fever, tell us where we should be putting Christmas. Yeah. Um, really but regardless of where that. it goes, we want to have like, it's going to be a full shebang because we both really love Christmas. So it's yeah. like, you get a full week off for Christmas. There's a huge lead up. The festive vibe is there. Mm-hmm. Just just feel in festive. That's... And there is a huge Christmas Eve vibe. Because yes. I'm such a Christmas Eve bitch. Like Boxing so Day, I could good. not care less. Christmas Day is honestly usually like some extent of a letdown. It's always a letdown. Like it starts off strong and then you're like, ugh. You yeah, just kind of like want to get away from The everyone. Europeans do Christmas Eve well. Like Germany and Sweden. all that. Yeah, like they really nail the Christmas Eve and it just yeah. feels so cozy and festive. We will not be having the Possum King um, during this Christmas, but the Possum King will make an appearance later in Later in the year. Yeah, if you're Australian, you'll know Possum King. If you're not, we won't even bother explaining it to you. Um, okay, May. Oh, my God. I'm just feeling it's so festival. Oh, you know why we also had it in April? Why? Was because it, well, it was that open month. And we're like, it. we still need to have a Christmas season. Yeah. But I think that a big part of it to make it, like, really good is incorporating those like scandinavian christmas traditions and things yeah. like that and like the italian christmas traditions like the uh, italians yes. are really into like um is it is it epiphany that's on the 6th of january when the wise men arrived to see jesus something like that um but they have like big like markets and things like that and it's all about just like the really fun traditions that make you feel like the childlike wonder of christmas and that's what we're trying to recapture but yeah, Jesus was not a Capricorn, so he cannot have his birthday in It doesn't December. make any sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, May, I'm just so excited. It literally is just like the best like festival party month. This is why so, 
Christmas shouldn't be in April because May. I agree. Honestly, we got to leave Christmas. May is the highlight of our year. This is yeah. going to be incredible. So, so we have two main events in May. One of them should be really obvious to you guys already. And what is that, Fiona? Eurovision. Yes, Eurovision <laughs> is like the biggest. Like it is. It is. The, the biggest event of the, the year. The cornerstone it will be of our year. For everybody, it. what it already is for us. Yes. And also, the Met Gala happens in May. Mm-hmm. So, overall, we've just got so many reasons to like get dressed up, celebrate, feel good, like glam, camp, extravagance. That's what it is all about. Mm-hmm. And I so cannot wait. So we much glitter. Those two vibes really combine beautifully. Yeah. So, Eurovision. And the Met Gala. They're both very, like, big. Yes. It's, there's pageantry. There's celebration. And yeah. the note we've written here is that it's Melbourne Cup vibes, but without the um, horse abuse. Yeah, we don't so, like the horse killing part. But in the when the Melbourne Cup happens, like, there are different race days, like horse racing. Yeah. And, like, everyone, like, gets dressed up and goes to all the different race days. I say everyone. This is my, my private school. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, like, gets dressed up and, like, there's just, like, lots of garden parties and, like, it's just a very, like, fun, airy, like, you get to dress up and just drink and yeah. eat a chicken sandwich. And celebrate. Yeah. So, so many Eurovision and the Met Gala, we're leaving where they are. Like, Met Gala, I would say, honestly, like, opens Eurovision season yeah. with a bang. It's like the opening ceremony. And then you would have, like, a festival to, like, introduce all the acts. And then people would, like, really get into, like, the semifinals. And yeah. the Eurovision final is, like, the Super Bowl. Like, the world stands Oh, still. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just a great month because it's, like, every year you'll be like, oh, I'm going to go to this party this weekend. And then, like, oh, my friend's having one for the Met Gala the weekend after. If and you're like, into this person's Eurovision party, like, the whole month would just be party, party. But it's also the sort of thing where it's not super intense and, like, if your vibe is more, like, have a couple of people over. Or, like, Mm -hmm. you can make make it what you want. Yeah. It's fantastic. And it is the sort of thing where, like, you – there are other little traditions that go with it, like the Eurovision drinking game or, like – Yeah. It's just great. It is. I think May would be the highlight of the year for me. I think it is going to be, like, honestly, yeah, one of – I think that would be my favorite part of the year. I mean, it already is for us because of Eurovision, but yeah. Yeah, but, like, tying together the the Met Gala and Eurovision – it's beautiful. It's freaking genius. Artistry. Yeah. Artistry. Hmm. And then in June, we have actually placed Halloween in June. Mm-hmm. Just a spooky vibe. We put it specifically on June 16th. Do we know why we put it no, on June No, and then 16th? when we're reviewing it, we don't know why. But we did some very, very rough notes one time when we were planning for this. And then we, when we went in again to properly plan this episode, we saw just written there, June halloween june 16 and i was like one of us i don't know who but one of us has written that so confidently yeah one i of don't us think really we should had a vibe yeah and then i googled june 16th to be like did something happen it's like no, no it was no. tupac's birthday <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so i think we're just first really, woman in space one of us just really felt june 16 and we had to go for it <laughs> and i'm not gonna fuck with the vibes of whichever one of us wrote that in Honestly, it still feels right to me. It does. If you're gonna have right. Halloween on a date that's not October thirty first, it's like June sixteenth. It just really vibes. Halloween. Mm. Yeah. So we put, we put Halloween on June sixteenth, and then oh, we and didn't imagine like the, the year. Imagine one. the year where there's like 
June 16, but there's a Friday the 13th before it. So, like, Halloween's on the Monday. And so, like, it's such Ooh, a spooky weekend. So that would cool. be so much fun. Yeah. Um, and then we've invented a brand new <laughs> holiday. And you know what? We definitely had so many thoughts on what this was and what it included. Yeah. And we've written none of them down. <laughs> so, but on what's the 20- our new holiday? I was really excited for this one because we're trying to think of what things we enjoy. And I just went, Paddington. <laughs> so we have on the 25th of June, Paddington Day. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know what, Maddie? I'm just uh-huh. going to talk right out my ass right now. but I think And by the represents- way, Paddington Bear, why, the reason it is on June 25th is Paddington celebrates two birthdays like the Queen and they yes. are 25th of December and 25th of June. So yeah. don't try and fight us on the date for Paddington Day. Yes. Um, but I think that it represents many things, Maddie. I think it represents being kind to one another. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like a children's day as well. Like all the schools would be like, oh, what are you guys doing for Paddington Day? Yeah, we said you it was know? like a children's day and like it has a like reading yeah but i think as you get older and and adventure i was about to say i think it should be instilling adventure in children and imagination and creativity and as you grow older it's a time to think about like are you bringing that adventure into your everyday life we all Mm. get we all get tied down maddie with the humdrum of (laughs) the nine to five which neither of us have (laughs) i work freelance and you have depression that's it so it is a full-time job um so but i think it's a good time to be like hey like am i loving the life i'm living do i feel adventurous do i feel that spark of childlike wonder that i had when i was a am kid? i doing right by my inner child oh my god i love that yeah so that's what paddington day represents yeah. and i think that's really beautiful and it would just be like a day that because a lot of these are days for grown-ups but we're like yeah this is one that like adults can enjoy too yeah but like it's for the kids let's give it to the kids you yeah. know it's about like adventure whether that's travel or adventuring through the written word and just yeah everything that paddington embraces or embodies, embodies. everything paddington embodies both we celebrate on the 25th of june paddington day yeah okay moving then on, we'll on to, to july. july maddie take it away my favorite fucking day of the year, aside mm-hmm. from my birthday and Eurovision, is Bastille Day. I love Bastille Day. <laughs> and you may be like, Maddie, you're not French. I'm well aware that I'm not French. Madeleine is a French name. Oui, oui. But I do not speak French. I have no ancestry in France. However, I, I did do watch just Les have Mis. a real... I did watch <laughs> Les Mis. Um, and I've been to Versailles. Um, mm-hmm. I fucking love Bastille Day, guys. I yeah, you get really so into much. it. And like, it is just the sort of thing, like, you know how sometimes you're like, I just love this thing. Like, I don't know why I can't tell you what, but like, it would be like the same, the same genre. Or like, if you imagine two things and you're like, those are the same vibe, those two things. Yes. Like, even if those aren't even related. Mm-hmm. Me and Bastille Day, we just align. <laughs> and then. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> one of the reasons that I'm so into it is that in my revolutions class in year 11, we are studying the French Revolution, which obviously has a lot to do with Bastille Day. <laughs> Just um, and on Bastille Day, our teacher took us down the street to a cafe and let us choose whatever pastry we wanted. And I got a really good like lemon tart. Oof. And so ever since then, I'm like, I fucking love Bastille Day. I'm very easy to please. 
<laughs> you get me a lemon tart, like a lemon meringue pie, any lemon-based baked good. And I'm like, this is the best day of my life. Lemon-based baked goods little. are like extra delightful because I they feel are. like other flavors like vanilla and chocolate. And like, I love chalk as much as the next chalk loving gal, but it's mm-hmm. like lemon just feels on an extra level. It's extravagant. Yeah, it really is. It's a special occasion. You know what, Maddie? Go to the GP, get antidepressants, and I'll buy you a lemon tart. I can buy myself a lemon tart, bitch. Well, I just feel like that bitch was actually really loaded. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to come with with a comeback, but, like, it really felt really hard. (laughs) Like, don't try and blackmail me with something as as insignificant as a pastry. I live near so many cafes. Like... (laughs) I'm just trying to get you to go to a doctor. Then contact my dad. Oh, what's that got to do with it? You think you're going to get me to go to a GP for depression by talking to me about it? Oh. I don't think so. Can I actually talk anyway. to your dad about it? Sure, I don't care. Oh, nice, I'm um, too. Okay, sorry, continue. <laughs> so... Just speaking through the whole Bastille Day saga, I do <laughs> think that, like, the lemony baked goods need to be a staple here. Yeah. No, I have nothing to do with actual Bastille Day, but honestly, my interpretation of Bastille Day has nothing to do with Bastille Day either. Actually, no, it does, because if you're uneducated, um, Bastille Day commemorates the storming of the Bastille Uh during the French Revolution. After which they famously ate lemon tarts. That's right. (laughs) They said, let them eat lemon tarts, and then they chopped their heads off. So it did happen in the storming of the Bastille on the 14th of July. It did happen. (laughs) I'm about to go to the dates. anyone wasn't no, no. sure that it happened. Well, we commemorate a lot of fake shit. That's fair, yeah. Guys, just yeah. in case it was Like, every Christian holiday. Like, <laughs> no offense. Anyway, um, so the storming of the Bastille took mm-hmm. place on the 14th of July, which is, duh, Bastille Day, and we're leaving it there. Because 14th of July is just a dope date. Like, it I makes love sense. it. Um, 1789, which is the, the start of the French Revolution. And basically what they did was they He's stormed the... This. <laughs> this is my favorite event of the whole year. Okay. So the Bastille was a big old prison in Paris. Uh-huh. Um, it's not there anymore. There's a little outline on the ground where you can go and look at where it was, but it is no longer there. Anyway, they stormed the Bastille and they freed a bunch of prisoners. Um, nowhere near as many as you would think for it to be something <laughs> this like significant. Speed, yeah. They really did. There were not a lot of people in there. Um... But it was significant because it was like them overthrowing the big baddies. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that is dope. Like the vibe of Bastille Day is sick. <laughs> then you add in, the- <laughs> and then you added lemon tarts. <laughs> yeah, You're and just dumb, like the, the, the subconscious attachment I really have to Bastille Day. The fact that I'm so obsessed with Bastille Day is like you guys have no idea. When I used to work in retail. There was one song by Bastille that would mm-hmm. come on the um the like store playlist. Mm-hmm. And like I was like that was one of the only songs that I didn't hate on the store playlist because I worked in Uniqlo and the music was horrible. Yeah. Um and then on Bastille Day, I was working oh and everyone God. knew I loved Bastille Day. And then the one Bastille song, which is the only song I didn't hate, came on. And it was, it was a party. Everyone on my floor, like, ran to me. And if you work at Uniqlo, you'll know you're not allowed to do anything that's not standing there smiling and folding. (laughs) 
But it was great. I just love Bastille Day. So what are we going to do on Bastille Day apart from eat lemon things? Well, it's a celebration mm-hmm. of dope moments in history. Just really cool shit that happened in history. It yeah. doesn't have to be like, wow, this significant blah, blah, blah. It's like it it's got to involve that, like, like death. If you want to throw like a party, you guys like, guys, we're going to have a col- like mine's like Colosseum themed this year. Everyone dress up as gladiators. Yeah, it's sick. It's like a historical appreciation day and it doesn't have to be, you don't need to know shit. You don't have to know anything about what you're celebrating. You just need to be like, I really like this one event from history. And I've got some Seems cool to me. Yeah. Absolutely. So Bastille Day, but huge is what yeah. we're having. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our second event for July is on the 29th of July and it is Art Appreciation Day because Beautiful. this is the anniversary of Vincent van Gogh's death. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's just what a cultural month. Yeah. July. And also I reckon all those month. people who do like Inktober and stuff like that, instead of doing an Inktober or Jaw December or whatever it is, you'd probably do it in July now. Cause you're like, can capitalize on the art, art appreciation day. There's that build yeah. up to that one day. That's There's beautiful. so much to be done. It's just a very cultural month. Yeah. And also and all, whether... I reckon all the museums and galleries are open for free at that point in time. Like all the ones that normally charge, they all go for free in July to like you help celebrate. And that's why we school that's holidays as well. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Because if you're in Australia, it's school holidays. If you're in the Northern Hem- Hemisphere, it's school holidays. This yeah. is a vibe that works for summer or winter. I love absolutely. it. We've killed it with July. Honestly, yeah. We've absolutely killed 10 it Ten out of July. ten. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. All right. August. <laughs> so, we... <laughs> what a messy month. <laughs> Shit. So. From great highs to whatever this week is. week long... Oh, no, that's in October. Um... <sighs> Look, <laughs> the way that this came about yeah. is ADHD. So <laughs> Welcome we to were planning this episode and thinking about like, what are our What's the events going to be? And then I was like, you know, what's the craziest day in our personal history where so many different storylines <laughs> converged in one place? And yeah. Fiona's like, what's that? And I was like, Summer in the City 2013. Because <laughs> Summer in the City 2013 was me, my yep. ex-boyfriend who I was with at the time. Yep. You, the mm-hmm. first time we properly like hung out. Yep. And Three people I was fucking. Another, yes. <laughs> and the guy that I fell in love with after I broke up with that ex that I was there with. That's yeah. the first time I met him in person. My ex was also there. And so were the vamps. So, and Alfie dates. So the whole Brit crew was there. It was us meeting for the first time properly. It was me meeting that guy for the first time properly while there with my significant ex, plus the Brit crew and the vamps. So we were just it's chatting too about much to that. Ignore, apparently. <laughs> we were like, we have to commemorate that convergence. Yeah. And so what we've written down is Ali Pally Nastali Fest, because this summer in city was at Alexander Palace that year. It was. Um, now, what is Ali Pally Nastali Fest and how does it relate to anyone who isn't us? We I do not. I know. I mean, anyone who isn't us or the vamps. I'm sure the vamps will get into it. Or the Brit crew, you know. I'll call up Zoella. Or my exes if they ever think of me again. All those three so, random guys I was fucking. Ew. Um... <laughs> It's just like a time to lean into nostalgia. Because if you're anything like us, you are most toxic to yourself. And the best way to do that (laughs) is to lean in to nostalgia. 
and really try and recapture that magic. But no, Either I try think, and I recreate it or is, just though, wallow. I was going to say, I think one good thing to take away is whenever we're both like creating new versions of ourselves, we're on scheme retreats, we're making vision boards, whatever it is, we don't ignore the past versions of ourselves. We just like to try and take what was good and relevant about that time, take that little bit of magic and put it into our current life. So Yeah, and also when you reflect on like, Things like this, like this wasn't like, oh my God, best weekend of my life. No. It's just like, wow, it's so weird how so many really significant storylines in my life link back to this day and I never would have known it at the time. Yeah. And so you don't know like what significance an event or meeting a certain person could have until it until years later. So just yeah. think about, you know, what your past self can teach you and also to remind you to live in the moment because you never know and- when you're making history, babes. Mm-hmm. And also sometimes if you think back to like really great times in your life, mm-hmm. instead of being like, oh no, that's not happening anymore. Be like, there was a point where I never knew that was going to happen. Yeah. So what other incredible things are going to happen in my life? I think it's just like a celebration of you and the things that were important and the things that are important and the things that will be important that we don't know about yet. Basically, this is an event we don't understand. We came up with it because we were having a conversation, but it's here and it feels right. And we like it. And we'll be going to Alexandra Palace. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, so um, considering we have an LGBTQ, uh, an LGBTQ, an LGBTQ. <laughs> I don't know what I am, um, on the podcast, we obviously want to have pride. Um, but a major issue that I found with a lot of pride events, especially in Australia, Mardi Gras is really bad for this, is that sometimes the events are for the straights, like the cishets. Um, and... That's not fun, but they're, they're going to keep co-opting it a lot of the time. Like mm-hmm. Mardi Gras here is just like a bunch of like straight cis people walking around. Like literally we get hate crime when we go to Mardi Gras. And yeah, I'm like, it's guys. like drunk straight men and then like straight girls in wigs and cowboy hats. And like all the same like rainbow sequin skirt that they get from like, I don't even know where. Supre probably sells it. I don't know. Um, but it's all the same outfits and it's just like aggressive and everyone knows that like if you're queer you don't go to the Mardi Gras parade you go to parties like you have to know queer people to go to them which kind of sucks so what we're going to do is we're going to have pride for the straights the week before oh sorry sorry on like the Friday so then people can be like oh guys like let's go after work because like I've also been in like work environments where they've been like guys like let's go on one of the floats and like they're all straight and cis and they're like oh we can just by the way when we say pride for the straights it's not straight pride it's normal pride but you trick them into thinking that the Friday night is a pride event. yeah so So that all the straights go to that and I as a straight say this yeah all the straights go to that so that you can have the proper pride parties on the Saturday and you don't have to deal with all the straights. Exactly. So they all go and they're like, oh, let's go after work and stuff. And they get really excited for it or whatever. And then they go to that one. And then on the Saturday and the Sunday. They're too hungover and tired. To yeah, they're too hungover. And we're having our parties and we're having a good time. We're getting drunk at Sunday brunch and it's going to be fantastic. So yeah, we so have. The last weekend of August is yeah. pride. Yeah. Um, and there's the decoy on the Friday night. Yes. And then Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> And uh, every el- everyone in LGBTQ plus community gets the Monday off work. Oh, I love that. Thank you, Maddie. Thank you for granting well, us that Because I one. feel like you should have more days than the straights do. No, over that's Pride fair. Weekend. Yeah. So we get one to like really just you know get our get ourselves together again. That's why the A is for ally. <laughs> um, okay. Just to clarify, that yeah. was a joke. Oh yes. 
Um, but having a decoy event is not a joke. We are absolutely doing that. So we yeah. can have In our Australia, especially, back. that's very necessary. It's necessary, yeah. yeah. Um, so, and the um, other the event in August. Event, yeah. Shark Week, baby. <laughs> Shark Week. Shark Week is in August. Why would we move it? Why would we fuck with the perfect thing? Don't fuck with Shark the Shark Week for me is bittersweet because at this point, um, honestly, by 2011, uh-huh. I'd seen every good shark documentary. I've seen them all. That's upsetting. Like, I have seen them all. Yeah. I think it's been long enough now that I probably could find some new ones. But Yeah, they probably whipped a couple up. Yeah, Shark Week is a really big one. It's self-explanatory, guys. It's just Shark Week. But the shit thing about Shark Week as it is now mm-hmm. is that sometimes they'll play other shows, like, during the day and then start Shark Week again at 4 p.m. <gasps> and I'm How like, dare they? fuck yourself. I think the it's good thing shark though, week. It's not shark segments. It's just all sharks all week. And obviously we use it to like raise awareness, blah 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 blah. But there need to be like shark parties. I was like, gonna I say that to I go think... to the aquarium. I don't really care about people coming for me about how aquariums are <laughs> bad. I don't care. I wanna go look at sharks and I don't wanna do that in the ocean. I don't wanna do but that. But I in think the ocean. as well what we should make it I like the idea of shark being week being so big that like for YouTubers, it's like Vlogmas. So everyone, like, if you've got like a travel YouTuber that you follow, they're like going shark diving. If you've got like a fashion influencer, they're like showing their shark inspired outfits for the week. Like, I want everyone to go all fucking out for Shark Week. Yeah, and it's like how Christmas, like you start with Christmas, but then there are like other little themey things where you're like cozy, like decorating, blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> Whereas for Shark Week, it's like sharks, and then oh you can branch out and into imagine like if you had a wrecks. kid, like you have a kid whose birthday is during Shark Week. You know how, like, people who are born near Halloween, they're like, yeah, growing up, I always had a Halloween party for my birthday party. Shark Week kid, every year they've got a shark-themed birthday party because it's Shark Week and Shark Week birthday boy. Yeah, basically Shark Week is in August and it's huge. Yeah, it's a bigger deal than it is. It's huge. It's as big a deal as it should be and it's a bigger deal than it is right now. Mm-hmm. And we can also celebrate other aquatic animals during that time. Yeah. Except explicitly not dolphins. Dolphins can F off. I like dolphins. I had a dolphin They phase. have no place in Shark Week, Fiona. It's pathetic. They're pathetic. And <gasps> they are Wait, not no. Invited. Okay, Maddie. Maddie, calm down. We cannot, we can exclude dolphins from Shark Week because they I are. I don't like dolphins. I, I, I really listen, don't like Maddie, dolphins. Maddie, I'm not trying to they're fight with smug. you smug. I don't want to fight they with you on the They think that they're the kings of the sea. They think they're so cool. I don't think they're they like do. the. Have you ever seen a dolphin? You ever seen a smug little I've thing? I've seen so many dolphins. Maddie, you don't. You wouldn't fucking know how many dolphins I've seen. So don't ask me them. stupid ass questions nah, again like that again. They're ugly. They're smug. They try and hate on sharks when sharks are doing so much more for the ocean than they, they are. Oh my, okay, we're going to fight, so I'm just going to move us over to October before, before you guys witness a full-on blowout. Is that really, a, you're going to skip your birthday month? No, I said we're moving to September. You said October. Well, I goofed, Maddie. A woman can't goof on her own podcast. Typical dolphin girl move. <laughs> Valid. Um, okay, so September. We've got New Year's here, baby. I think yeah. this, this makes so much sense. September being New Year's makes all the sense in the world to me. So I guess August 31st would be New Year's Eve. Oh, Because September 1st is New Year's Day. Um, August 31st, as I've already discussed on this podcast, seems like a day that shouldn't exist to me. So no. making that New Year's Eve and having it just like float as its own thing, fine by me. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the night... <laughs> so September 1st is... <laughs> you just saw the next one as well. Yeah. So Can we, let's just go back. Let's just go back. Mm-hmm. The reason that September 1st is the start of the new year yeah. 
you should already know it vibe-wise, guys, in your heart. September 1st is a beautiful, beautiful, fresh start. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm just then, explaining to them because we really didn't talk about that at all. Oh, I just kind of, I, I just thought it was obvious. Yeah, New Year's is September 1st. <laughs> I didn't 1st. feel the need to explain any further. And then okay. on the 9th of September, we have a lemon day, baby. That's right. 9-9 <laughs> nine, nine, lemon day. You could see as well when I was like, what, what does Fiona like? I was like, you know what? Lemons means, I put lemons on my vision board. I love a good lemon. We've, we know my so did I. We know my journey with lemons here. It's very well documented. Your um, journey with lemons? Are you joking? What? Are you trying to co-opt lemons? It's just your thing. I'm not trying to. I'm saying my journey with lemons and that I thought they literally cost fifteen dollars. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> so <laughs> we have really gone through the lemon thing in several different episodes. So. Yeah. So just listen to our entire catalog and you'll get well acquainted. Um, yeah. But. <laughs> We did, we're doing some Googling to figure out where we can put lemons in the year because we, we knew lemons <laughs> needed to have a moment. And, and I, we didn't want to just chuck it on an arbitrary no, day. No. Because I was we're like, here. We're artists here. We're taking this seriously. Thanks. Exactly. And I really wanted to have it in September because that's my birthday month, which we will be getting to. Um, and it also just feels right. Like New Year, fresh start, lemons. Lemons. Love it. Yeah. So then Maddie just <laughs> really is. Um, and Maddie Googled it and said that apparently nine lemons in a bowl is good luck. And so mm-hmm. the ninth of the ninth for Lemon Day, oh, like that is so beautiful to me. I also that don't doubt it for a second because if you can afford nine lemons in a bowl, you're oh, doing well. You are having some good, good luck there. And mm-hmm. yeah, so Lemon Day essentially represents, it's just like good vibes Bringing in that positivity, manifesting out on something that's like maybe a little bit dear. Yeah, that will elevate your vibe. Exactly, you're you're trying to like elevate your entire vibe to bring in and attract positivity and wealth into your life. Lemon Day, 9th of September. See you there, boys. Mm-hmm. And then on the twenty fourth, you know what it is, and if you don't unsubscribe now, I'm just kidding. Please keep listening. It is. My birthday. So a public holiday for the 24th of September to celebrate my birthday. And same deal as Fiona mine. Day. It's, a, it's you got a three-day lead up there too. Yeah. Everyone just gets excited, gets into it. I mean, I'm also I'm always going to have the Festival of Fiona. So that's what will be happening on my clock. And you can probably, you know, maybe watch along. It's like having yeah. Santa show you what he's doing in the week before Christmas. It's an exciting Ooh. time. So, yeah, it's like how I've got Madvent yeah. before my birthday. And then we've got the Festival of Fiona. And it's... It's a good time. So, and that's September. Just, just great vibes. That is just in September. Oh, I love it. I love, I love my birthday month. Really, is a good time. Mm-hmm. And now let's get fucked up, boys. Mm-hmm. October. We have constructed for October just a week up. of absolute carnage. I love it. We've described it as schoolies in terms of like the chaos. Yeah. But not it being gross. So schoolies, if you're not Australian, is where when you finish year twelve, everyone goes somewhere. At usually like Byron Bay and just gets fucked up for a whole week. Oh, the Gold Coast. Um, Gold Coast is a big one for it. Yeah. Um, So yeah, it's a whole week of just chaos. Yeah. But not in like a gross way, just in a like let loose. Yeah. Just let loose. To be clear, Schoolies is in a gross way. Schoolies is grim, but this one is going to not have the grossness. It's just going to have the chaos of Schoolies week. And also it's an all ages event because if you go to Schoolies after you've graduated, I mean, not after you graduate. The year after anytime you're graduating, you're not year. just finishing year twelve. Yeah, anytime after okay. that is honestly embarrassing and disgusting. So yeah. it's an actual ages event. It is for just pure chaos, and we have actually mapped out a couple of the days in between. We don't want too much structure 
to this week because and we have just called it schoolies because we're like there's no better name um <laughs> but, but probably this is, is a the name. week where like if you guys tell us about like fun festivals you have in your country yeah we can slot them into this week easy yeah so we're kicking off with, this week of absolute carnage on the monday night yep with Possum with King Royal Banquet. Every second year, a new Possum Royalty is crowned. Sometimes people say Possum Queen if it's a girl, but people also just say Possum King. Um, and they're the person who, like, hands out all the presents to the kids, so he's, like, helping to the, run the show. Yeah, it's, like, the elected official for the week. It like, is, the yeah. the special one. And when I say banquet, I mean banquet. Like, yep. it is, like, a medieval Hogwarts-ass banquet. So we're having a full royal banquet. Yeah, and it's fancy dress. A feast. Yeah, you dress yeah. up fancy. There is all the food, as Maddie said, Hogwarts style. Incredible. It has the atmosphere you'd expect from a banquet. Yes. Like. Oh my god, yeah. So that's goblets. how we kick it off. Oh my god, imagine like people sell like annual goblets. Like you get a goblet that has like 2021 on it. Oh yeah. To drink wine out of. I love that. Oh I w- yeah. I want a 2021 goblet now. Oh, um, there's a lot of merch for, for the Week of Chaos. Yeah. Um, also, if you guys think of a good name for it i don't know how you would unless you're in our heads but let us know yeah. um on the wednesday of the week la tomatina so fun mm-hmm. so fun yeah if you don't know that's just the tomato throwing festival in spain i still haven't been and i really want to go one year um but everyone just throws tomatoes around and i think that is perfect for the week of chaos yeah we're just absolutely just adopting that exact festival yeah and that um, one always happens on a wednesday so we just popped it on the wednesday for chaos week yeah and there will be events all week long and this is why i say we've left room so that it can be like let's add more yeah things and also here. sometimes you're just like okay we're away we had the banquet last night let's just get fucked up tonight and then go to the food festival tomorrow like you it, you know it's 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 the schoolies vibe it's like chaos but also somewhat chill yeah it's a week where like no one has responsibilities it's just None. celebrating it's yeah. just having fun and celebrating um and then the the way it all ends yep. on the sunday night so you'd have a huge blowout on the, the Saturday night. Absolutely. And then the Sunday is like... Let's bring it down a notch. Like, it's, it's how you bring it down a notch. And you really reflect reflect on how nice the week has been. Yeah. And then everybody comes together <laughs> on the Sunday night. <laughs> yeah. For what I have written down as like something to do with lanterns. Like that scene from Tangled. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you put your wishes and intentions in the lantern. I don't think I don't you even need to. I think you just need is, to, like, But just I think it's just, go. like, a wholesome ending of being, like, this has been great. Can't wait till next year. But yeah. it's out of my system. And we're all releasing lanterns in a way that somehow doesn't destroy the environment or kill a bunch of birds. Yeah. We'll, we'll start making biodegradable ones. And they'll be sold from the same company that does the goblets. Yeah. Which we will own. Yes. <laughs> um, so that is October. It's one event, but boy, is it a big one. And then November, we have, oh God, no, this was Maddie's one. Oh, Maddie, explain letter writing day. I've forgotten what it is. Oh, thank God. Oh, can I just skip it? (laughs) I know. (laughs) This is so dumb. So it's letter writing day and it came to my head because I was thinking of one specific (laughs) person. (laughs) This is someone we know and we talked shit about them so many times on this podcast <laughs> every time we're like this horrible person we know it's the same person. it's like one of three people and yeah yeah so letter writing day i think that there's a lack of constructive I criticism in this world approve of this one 
I think that if there were an officially sanctioned, regulated way to pass on valid, constructive criticism to people, that would be a positive thing. Because there's constructive criticism, then there's just like bullying. And that's where that's where the official component of this comes in. So I would imagine on letter writing day, uh-huh. we each get very specific stationery. It's square. <laughs> it's a square it's a square card. Mm-hmm. It's in like a flat card, not like a greeting card. Mm-hmm. And a square envelope. They're both very sturdy and official. And you can only do it on this official stationery. <sighs> and you can write down some constructive criticism for somebody. <laughs> it should probably be someone that you know, but it doesn't have to be. <laughs> so you can write down constructive criticism. Like, hey, here's just some advice. Here are my thoughts. And like, here's how I think you could improve. Yeah. And so you write down your thoughts for someone on this official card, and then it gets sent off. It gets sent off to like a some sort of authority who reads through all of these and makes sure it's not like harassment. Or just actual bullying. Which, imagine having that job because you would be reading so much harassment and awful shit. But the thing is, everyone would know the rules. Like there would be guidelines. I don't. And one of the guidelines. Not understanding how most people are. You're like, who would be mean on this day where you get to send criticism to someone that you hate? Well, it has to be constructive, Fiona. You have to give them <laughs> good advice idea. as to how to remedy the situation. And one of the caveats uh-huh. is that mm-hmm. you you got to dish it out and take it. So for every card you send out... I think it should be limited to one card. I think it should only I don't get one I agree. Year. I think it's limited to three. <laughs> no! Because um, you have three specific people in mind and I know who oh, they Fiona, are. Oh, Fiona, I could do so many more than three. Oh, my God. But I think three is good. Um, I'm using all three of mine to tell you to go to a GP and get antidepressants. That's fine. And I would only receive all three of those if I had written three. True. Because if you're like, I don't want anyone sending me something, then don't send anything out. Simple as that. If you do not send a card out, (laughs) you you will not receive one back. If you send out two, then you're open to receiving two. You may not have two to receive. You may be perfect. Maybe no one's written to you. But... (laughs) Then this does present us with a problem, which is what if too many people send them to the same person? Yeah. And that, mm, look, I just like it. I want to, I want to have this official stationery where I can write, here's where you're fucking up and here's how to do better at your life and send it off officially. That would not get approved by the uh, (laughs) the moderator. (laughs) Yeah. I would know how to write it in a way that would just get it greenlit, Fiona. Please give me some credit. (laughs) Because that's my idea. Stupid idea. No. It's letter writing day. It's a day for us to give constructive criticism once a year. Dumbest idea. Maddie, you would have a breakdown. No, I wouldn't. Oh my god, this is the worst idea. Anyway. Because I really wouldn't care about most people's opinion. So what's the point in this? What if the people you're writing to don't care about? Because I want to say they will. They're not strong as me. That's not strong. <laughs> Refusing to listen to constructive criticism doesn't make you strong, Maddie. <laughs> anyway, this is, my, this is my holiday in November. My other holiday for November is something for witches. We don't know what, but... We don't know what. If any of you guys are proper witches. witches, please send in your suggestions and we're happy to plop her in. Yeah, and that actually does lead us nicely into December. Fuck yes, I'm so excited. So... December, solstice. Mm-hmm. And it's a great way to have, like, 
just great extravagant parties again but it's more instead of like the eurovision ones we've written divorce party vibes but like yeah. not in the way that like oh you're actually getting broken up with but like you can roast your exes you're wearing black you have really good food there's good music like it's just that elevated level yeah it's an air of like superiority yes and like it's just a divorce party vibe, and if you don't know what that means, I don't know how to how to help you. You can't really explain um, it. I can't wait. Wear black. There's like great food. Um, like you play bops. It's a great way to. Oh, <laughs> just, oh yes, we've written. Did you zone out? You just repeated exactly what I said. Yeah, stop listening. Uh, <laughs> you just like. <laughs> God, when you listen to this back, you're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, she did just say that." <laughs> Jesus. Did you read the whole thing? I, I, I kind of read it a bit and also riffed a bit. Like, <laughs> I didn't say great way to honor the past and get exes out of system before Maddie's birthday. No, I hadn't said that line. <laughs> Would you like to take that one? Well, there's a great way to honor the past and get exes out of system before Maddie's birthday. <laughs> and if you're um, dumb, the solstice is the 21st. Yes. Um, so it's the winter solstice for the Northern Hemisphere and the summer solstice for the Southern Hemisphere, otherwise known as Midsummer. Now, we don't have Midsummer on here, but we did originally in our brains when we talked about this. Yeah. So Midsummer should be in June. Should be June 21st. Midsummer, and that's we just so do it how the Scandinavians do Okay, it. fair. I support that. Yeah. I think that's maybe why we didn't have it. Yeah, okay, so but I think Midsummer is a wholesome vibe that is conducive to the Paddington I think it works. Atmosphere. I think it works, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's our final our final event for the year. Now, I did come up with a couple of ideas no. just like in the couple of minutes before we started recording. Oh. Fiona went to do something. I just had a thought. So. I hate um, every time you have a thought. <laughs> a clown day. No. Ew. Absolutely. What the fuck, mate? What the absolute fuck? Absolutely not. No. Here's the thing, Fiona. No. No. Here's the thing. Not every holiday is going to be for everybody. And all of these are very much our vibes. So what I've written is a clown day, like Halloween, but all clowns and very serious. My face is horrified. No. I want this so bad. Why? It's a clown Because <laughs> it doesn't even have the frivolity of Halloween. It's all clowns. No. It's very serious. Simply no. It's just anyone who has an inclination towards clownery as an art form. I hope that has, like, the same energy as, like, the talk like a pirate day where, like, a few radio hosts get really into it. Like, that's it. No, it's you're walking around the streets and every second person is a clown. Disgusting. (laughs) No. I want it so bad. I want it so bad. I hate when you have thoughts. I don't like it. And then um, my second one was something about sea creatures. I feel like we covered that with Shark Week. I think we did, yeah. Um, And my third one is replace pancake day. Uh Uh-huh, because the Brits get so weirdly into that. That's it. Pancake day is so fucking dumb. So... We already we had Easter originally on here somewhere, but then we're like, wait, why are we holding on to Easter? Yeah, we don't really care. And it was just our Christian upbringings. Um, but even when we still had Easter on here, we were abolishing Pancake Day because Pancake Day is pathetic and it brings out the worst. The in only people. reason that we wanted to keep Easter was because we like a four day weekend. That was the main yeah. reason, and then we just chucked a few more four day weekends in there and we're done. Mm-hmm. And so Pancake Day, like British people are so weirdly obsessed with Pancake Day. <laughs> Yeah. Like they my really favorite, are. Like my favorite is like I love the pancake late night is my post. Day my, of the year. my favorite is when like they forgot, and then it's like like eight p.m. and they're like, 
popping on their Instagram stories like, hey guys, so sorry, like I absolutely forgot it was pancake day. So we just ran to Tesco and I've got all the ingredients. Let's make pancakes for dinner. And I'm like, guys, you can just miss pancake day. It's fine. You can and it is a very life. specific genre of person. Like there are some people who are just like, yum, pancakes, that's fun. Yeah. But there's a very specific genre of person who's like too into pancake day. And they're the kind of people I hate. Um, <laughs> I also don't like pancakes. Like I really I like, don't pancakes. like pancakes. The only pancakes that I like are crepes with lemon and sugar. Mm. That's it. I'm no so kind fucking of depressed I'm not in Paris right now. Yeah, me too. I'm really upset. Remember when we went to Paris and we got there and we went out to dinner at that place and then we went to the crepe stand yes. and the man gave me my crepe for like cheap because I was pretty. That was nice. That was a good time. It was great. Um, oh, I'm so sorry I'm not in France now. Um, um, but yeah, I hate pancakes. The only pancakes I like are that one topping of crepe. Give me a crepe with Nutella or whatever. I will not touch that. I absolutely um, will touch it. Yum, yum, yum. Ew. <laughs> and McDonald's hotcakes with whipped butter. Yeah. Because McDonald's, like, they're thick, but like all other McDonald's food, like, there's no substance it's to it. You feel real. like you're eating air. Yeah. Um, so I don't like pancakes, and I don't like the kind of people that are too into pancake day. So we're replacing it uh-huh. with pie day. Oh, vibe! Which is obviously on actual pie day. Oh, my which God. Which is the 14th of March. Big vibe. Big vibe. And... It's just any kind of pie. Pies are so much better than pancakes. I am honestly and so much with that. more versatile. And also so having it pancakes. having it in March as well means that like you might have you might be out on a scheme retreat and then like pie day falls on like this Tuesday of your scheme retreat and you're like mm-hmm. fuck yeah let's get some pies like and pies are so versatile yeah you've got your savory pies like you've got meat pies you've got vegetable pies you've got like leek and potato pies yeah so many kinds of savory pies and then you've got like your classic absolute superstars yeah like your apple pie your pumpkin pie your lemon meringue pie i will say though i think that i don't think we should be allowed mince pies on pie day i think that's crossing no 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 no. not mince pies mince pies is too christmas and they're tiny yes like like, i think the the pie pie, size pie Pie day so it's the day to get just as it's the same vibe as pancake day but for like cool people and like actually good yeah and not to do with jesus I'm like low key. Not that Pancake like, Day is really to do with Jesus, but like I kind of want us to put these in our calendar so like you and I can at least celebrate all these because honestly, so should we many test of these drive great. these out? Let's test drive these over the next twelve months. We both have ADHD. We're gonna forget. <laughs> I'm gonna remember for just. I'm gonna way. I'm gonna put them in the calendar. So like, I mean, you don't check your calendar, but no. I do, so I'll remember. Yeah. <laughs> So that was my final. The clown day, I'm really, no, I'm no, pretty, no. I'm pretty firm on the clown <laughs> Still day. Still no on the clown day. I'm not putting that on my calendar. Because I think we all need something that like is oh, for a very us? niche part of the population and is like horrible for a lot of people. Um, Why do you, <laughs> we don't need that. We don't need a holiday that is niche and also have horrible. the clearest, the clearest image of me just like looking out my window and just seeing clowns walking up and down the street. Can we have and like crow not day? doing clown things? Can it be okay? Sure. Can it be clown and crow day where you either yeah. dress up as a clown yes, or a yes, clown. yes, you're either a clown or like a goth. Yeah, like <laughs> but like absolutely. not even goth. Though. It's like crow, so you have to have like full like whatever is on your arms has to be flowy that you can pull them out and become a crow yeah i like i like okay now I'm on board. <laughs> yeah clown like, and we're crows. workshopping that but like i just have the clearest mental image of just people walking around as clowns and like they don't they're not necessarily doing normal activities they are just walking around <laughs> why like, do you want this cursed <laughs> landscape i hate it <laughs> i love it and it just feels like it ba- it adds some needed balance to the year 
It's funnier now to me that the entire street will be filled with not clowns and normal people, but 50% clowns and 50% people dressed in all black. That's yeah. more fun to me. Yeah, surprise, which perfect. one I'm going to be. <laughs> I think I would I would You're change from year to year. Oh, fair, mix it up. Yeah, I don't think I'd always go clown, but it would just really depend on my uh, no, well, my you know what I would do. No, you know what I would do. <laughs> I would be doing crow every year, and everyone knows to expect like a fun crow outfit from me. And then but one year you change it up. One year I just like go all out like hot slutty clown, <laughs> and it's like iconic because he's just seeing me in all black every year, and then suddenly, bam, she's a hot slutty clown. I think there should be a rule where like every seventh year you have to go as the opposite of what you normally do. I mean, but some people just might mix it up every year or they might like do a group one, a group of clowns. So I think, I don't think there should be a rule. I think you can, you know, like, cause imagine being like, oh my God, like my dad's a crow every year. Like that's fun. Like, you know, some people want to have their thing. That's true. And there's no like wars. It's not like a gang thing. No. It's just just really that clowns versus crows isn't a gang thing. Look, and just imagining like some some crows walking down the street and like clicking their fingers, like West Side Story. I hate that I like as soon as I clean the fingers, I literally was seeing West Side Story, and you're like, just to clarify. Yeah. So those are my suggestions that I came up with while you got off the phone for five minutes before we recorded. I'm never doing that again. So that's our idea for restructuring the year. Yeah. Keep in mind, it really would start in September. Yeah. So it would go New Year's, Lemon Day, Fiona's birthday, public holiday. Wahoo! Yeah. Chaos week. Letter writing day, something for witches. Solstice. My birthday in Madvent. Mm-hmm. Then Lunar New Year. So you another fresh like start. The fresh slate. If yeah. you're like, okay, the first quarter of the year is Because you want a little pick me up. Yeah. Start. Yep. Then you've got Reflection, Scheme Month, St. Patrick's Day, Christmas. You know what? Starting in September. It actually Christmas makes sense. Christmas in April feels right No, to it me. does make sense now. No, I agree. Yeah. Perfect. We're keeping that there. Love it. Then after the Christmas season, we're like, ooh, okay, that was nice, but time to jazz things up again. Eurovision and the Met Gala. Glam, can, fabulous. Halloween, Halloween and Paddington Day. Yep. Oh, we forgot Pie Day, but yeah. Yep. What was it that was coming? Oh, in Midsummer. 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 Before Paddington Day. Um, then we've got Bastille Day, but huge. And Art Appreciation, Art Appreciation Day. Day. Then Alley Pally Nestalley Fest. <laughs> What's well, good for vamps? We're ready for when you are. Pride. Pride. And Shark Week. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, we whisper pride. pride and, we end with Pride and Shark That's Week. That's so fun. So Fuck fun. Fuck yeah, we've killed it. We have nailed and this. And then at some point, Clown Day happens. Mm. Maybe it like ha- maybe it changes day. It's like <laughs> yes, it's a surprise. It's a surprise every year. <laughs> you just have to be ready. No, and then there'll I be an announcement that's like the clown day is dropping no, on like no, no, this no, day. No, 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 Maddie. No, you know what it is. Okay, I'm <laughs> Why feeling. Did I, just get- I literally was like jittering at the idea of a surprise. I like clown the day. idea that it is on the 11th, but every year it moves to a month sooner. So it's like the clown is always coming. <laughs> Yes, it's always 11 months apart. So it's like September... 
<laughs> oh my god, and there'd be one year where you'd get two clown days in the one calendar yeah. year. Yeah, so like one year it's like July 11th and you're like, fuck, okay, we finally did it. And then you're like, we don't even have a full year until it comes around again. And then again. the super clown day is when it's on 11-11. Yeah. Now, I don't know what 11-11 would be in this context. Is it July now? I don't know how our calendar is going to work. Um, but it's this is like when after the French Revolution, very relevant to Bastille Day, but they tried to change up the calendar and they changed their calendar to like Thermidor and like really fucked everything up. So it gets very confusing. Um, so I don't know how we're going to get around that, but luckily we don't I, have I think I think Super Clown Day is just the second one when they're so close together. You know, like when you when you end up having like... Like a blue moon. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Yeah. I think that's what it yeah. should be. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think honestly we've nailed it. Even Christmas makes sense now. It's perfect. Yeah. This is Christmas such a, makes sense because I'm we're starting so the year I'm so mad that our year isn't like this. And I am absolutely going to be putting these into our calendar so that we can try it out. I'm excited to have kids to make them do this. <laughs> and they grow up <laughs> thinking that this is what happens. Like you just, they get to like year one and they're like, what did your mom do for chaos week last year? <laughs> <laughs> just moving like, bye guys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god, on Paddington Day, we have to make Paddington Day a big deal for you kids. Yeah, duh. That'd be fun. All right, I think we should wrap it here. Yeah, we're, so that's our episode magic. of uh, this is perfect. Our, uh, restructuring the year. Yeah. Now, I hope that made you all feel a bit better about the fact that time has not passed. Mm-hmm. Um because now we have all of this to look forward to. And also, please send us other suggestions or even your thoughts, you know, like we're pretty honestly i'm very happy with this i'm saying that we're open to feedback but truthfully i am not i think we've nailed it yeah i'm not um but let us know your thoughts and also if you are a dolphin lover or someone that gets really into pancake day we don't want to hear from you no i like dolphins maddie don't cancel the dolphin people out anyway (laughs) we want to hear your feedback we're at hey cabin fever on instagram and twitter and on tiktok and tiktok yeah so come and hang out with us there, and we will see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.